0: Hey Rippers, are you learning how to surf, but are you a beginner or a big old kook? There is a difference, you know, and since there's many ways to kook it, you should stick around and learn a few things. Because if you don't know, let me tell you right now, surfers love to spot a kook. But don't get all stressed about it, because everyone kooks it once in a while. But the more you know, the less you'll kook it. So bust out your life vest and get ready to learn. KookCast is here to lead you on your journey out of kookdom one episode at a time, and hopefully offer you some traction on this slippery slope between kookery and killing. I'm your host, Coach Chris. And I'm Cook Coach Ev. <laughs> and we started the surf coaching and education resource, the surfcontinuum.com Dude, I don't even think I was like reading. I was just kind of like... Looking at the, the words, but not even looking. You're like, I definitely know it by heart. The brain's trained. Yeah, for sure. By now, we got such a cool topic for you. Um, it's kind of ambiguous, and we're probably gonna call it different things <laughs> as we go because we haven't even like properly named it ourselves. But it's something like the messy middle. All that time
1: between getting the bug. Catching the bug and being just like, you can hardly even sleep. You get to go surfing tomorrow, don't even care what the conditions are, don't even care what board you're riding. You're just, it's just so new and fresh to the point where you're actually proficient and can go out there on any board, on almost any condition, and go out
0: there and have fun and make it look easy, basically. (laughs) Well said. That was so perfect. It's like basically the entirety of surfing. (laughs) But like, at least it seems that way. You know, from that moment in the beginning where you just know you want to surf, you get your new board, you hang it above your bed, you stare at it when you go to sleep. And then, you know, maybe one or two sessions in, you realize how hard it is. And from then on until you reach proficiency, which is years of dedicated surfing away, you are in the messy middle where it's just awful and it kind of sucks, and there's only glimpses of how it could be. It sounds like getting caught inside in low
1: mist. <laughs> totally. Yes. Fucking paddling for days, waves coming at all angles, you know, right when you felt like you were just about to break through. Again, another set just looming on the outside. And when, when I think about the messy middle, I, th- I just think about, you know, a lot of our students and just the ebb and flow of learning how to surf. It just, you have these ups and then you have like long, consistent <laughs> kind of downs, but it's, it can never be that down, right? If, yeah. if you're out there in the fucking ocean getting rolled Well, that's rolled what you have to remind and, yourself
0: of. Yeah that's what you have to remind yourself of. And you know, obviously us as coaches, persistent, uh, like constantly working with all kinds of students and, and people, students of surfing trying to get better, we see a lot of the emotion involved in you know the messy middle basically. Right. And uh, some people really do get down on themselves on their down sessions or their down streaks even, you know? And it really drags them down. and. That's when we have to step in, you know, therapy session. <laughs> it goes on, and we're like, hey, you're out on a surfboard in the ocean trying to learn how to surf. It's not that bad.
1: <laughs> all right? Hey, look, your sitting turns pretty all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> that was a great press up.
0: <laughs> you look really
1: balanced. Stick to the
0: positives, you know. Totally. Holy shit. But you know, it's connected to a really important. Um, like principle and that's the fact that when you remind yourself that you are dealing with this horrible hard well not horrible as we just said but like this feels horrible and really hard thing to do when you remind yourself that it's that hard and it's like that way for everybody and everybody has to go through the same journey it makes you a little more perseverant it makes you a little bit more like willing to go out and you know like I mean, that's when you get your glory wave. That's when you get the wave, that glimmer of hope where you're like, oh my God, maybe I can still do it. And man, there's been so many times where I'm just standing at the water's edge in my wetsuit, surfboard in hand, thinking like, oh, should I go back out for another round? I already surfed two hours, three hours, whatever it is. Like, uh, man, if you're not spent 100%, you know, and, and your and, board's
1: not broken in half.
0: Right. Like, what are you doing? It's all together. You're in your suit. You're got your board. You're at the water's edge. Paddle back out. And I can't tell you how many times that's when I got the wave I've been looking for the whole session. The one tube, that one big, wide open one, or that when you're a kid, the one down the line or a beginner, I shouldn't the, say the kid. epiphany. Yeah. The... the one that's just the next step in your journey. And it just make it gives you that new found passion to continue on and towards proficiency and that's that's it
1: it's the persistence we always talk about this we always talk about how long it fucking took us to just be able to go out there and perform the basics and and just do the damn thing you know and and not look like you're just a mess and getting pushed all over and like having to learn a new spot you know i feel like you could drop us in a lot of different locations and we would figure out how to stay safe go down the line kick out and do it all over again yeah
0: 100 percent. no and it's it's like you learn because it's all the same stuff and it's not just the continuum of skills i mean maybe we got to start expanding the curriculum to how you you know, work a spot. How do you roll up to a new place and how do you educate yourself and how do you surf it well? Because it's more than just skills at that point. Now it's like right. a cultural thing. Well, you listen have... to the KUKAS and yeah. we already hit that that's point. That's definitely a start. But I mean, I, like an organized way. Well, anyway, aside from that, I'm thinking just more like, like, yeah, that's proficiency. That's what people want to achieve. The ability to surf anywhere in the world within and, and recognize, you know, what's their level. And, and there's obviously levels for everyone. Even we have our levels where we're like, no, that's, but that's part of the education. That's part of knowing, right. you know, and, and recognizing what you just can't do. And then everything else below that, you can totally do it. And it doesn't matter where in the world it is, what kind of bottom it's breaking over, what kind of currents are involved, because it's all the same dynamics and you understand them and you know how to read them.
1: The messy middle, it's, it's long and it's hard and if you have the right mentality though it can it's it's not those things
0: no yeah you know? it just actually makes you get that glory wave and that last lap you wouldn't have done if you hadn't just said you know what i'm just gonna do it i got a little left in me gives you the right attitude and that's like one of the most important aspects in, in a surfer to you know that you should try to cultivate is that willingness to continue on, to not think about your progress, to not like try to measure things and how it's going. Just just keep doing it. You know, until you're spent, until you can't do it anymore that day. And keep
1: doing it and know it's just gonna take it's it's endless actually. Like it's there's endless, no yeah.
0: end to well, you it. We haven't stopped. The best surfers in the world, the top world tour guys haven't stopped. Kelly Slater's won 11 world titles. He hasn't stopped, (laughs) you know? He's still going after 12, you know? Like, nobody, it, it really doesn't stop, you know? The reason it stops for people, I think, is other reasons, but not because you get there. You never arrive.
1: That's the beauty of surfing right there. That is, that's definitely something that separates it from everything else, that it's, that's just an unknown thing mm-hmm. that you'll never quite get there. I mean, that's, I think, more of like the arts. Yeah. That's a that's a sign of the arts where it's just a little bit too ambiguous, you know? It's a little bit too big.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Style and, and then technical and, you know, and just experience. All these things come in that really, alter the the playing field.
0: Mm -hmm. I have like this vague memory of somebody, some kind of artist, like famous artist quote saying something about how they drew or painted or something, the same thing over and over again. And I have that same, are you looking for the lighter? Mm -mm. I have that same feeling about like the simple things in surfing you know like a bottom turn or whatever whatever level you're at you know even if, if it's just a press up through you know through your takeoff know controlled takeoff or but just for me as simple as a bottom turn like I feel like I could do it over and over and over again and keep trying to do it better and keep trying to like feel the pressure and drive through the whole turn you know and when I do one and it's mostly good and then there's a little wobble or a little loss of pressure you know a little loss of drive. like am like, ah. I Damn it, that wasn't a good one. Back to do, the drawing. Bro. Do it again. Just kick out. I can't yeah. even ride this wave now. <laughs> just do it again. <laughs> but like that that feeling of like endlessness, you know, you can just do the same simple thing over and over again. It's it's a really beautiful thing to have in, in whatever your your passion is, you know. I, I think I think that's actually maybe more the definition of passion. Yeah. You know, you could do the same thing over and over again in painting, I guess but something about surfing, what is the difference? Because it's not the same canvas. Because you have to, that's what's
1: the difference. That's the difference. That's the difference between me taking the same blank and just shaping the same one over and over and over again. And they're still gonna come out a little bit different, but right, you throw in mother nature and tide
0: and wind and all, and moon sight, you like just. Oh forget it, it's just endless, endless, endless. Even in the same session every wave is different, you know? So that bottom turn you're trying to do over and over again is gotta be slightly different every time. You don't get to try and just replicate it like on the same wave or canvas, you know? Yeah, and and even thinking about the wave pools, I'm pretty
1: sure like each and every wave, like they just don't break the same, you know? Water
0: and the way water movement is, even in a pond. And the previous wave and the earth is spinning. You know, and the earth and the moon is still pulling at that body of water too. You know, like there's still minute nuances to every single wave, even in a wave pool. But those
1: it's the minutia, the the messy middle, the all the little the little stuff that you learn to make it to progress yourself closer and closer to not the end, but just. Yeah, I think end, it's, but, it's just yeah. There's proficiency. no end. That's the other thing. But it's just proficiency. It's like I feel like we even just, just kind of got there. You know? Totally. But it's not even. But, and but not we don't feel close. like we got there. Yeah, but we no don't way. feel that way. Toss us fucking on, out at cloud break, and and we'd be like little does, like, just hopping around, like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not ready, I'm not ready, no. There could be a bigger one outside. I can't go on this
0: perfect, perfect one. Uh, I don't want the next one to get me in case I fall on this one. (laughs) Totally. Really? It really is endless, and that's why, you know, like, the canvas gets bigger and more intimidating. You think you got it, and then you leave your little home break and find out how much bigger that this world is. Love
1: that about surfing. We're so lucky that we were kind of we were drawn to it, and that's what we chose because it's a it's a great
0: lifelong endeavor, Uh and it it just teaches you so many things about other stuff in life too.
1: Yeah, I mean that's kind of, that was some of the motivation for this recording, right? It was like we kind of learned about the messy middle through business, you know? Right. Right. Through business and like start you starting founding the surf continuum, getting the locomotive going, you know, and and how things change, you know, from from month to month and year to year, and how long it actually takes to to become proficient and successful at something.
0: Right, right. And I'm, I'm like, I'm even wary to like say that it's I'm anywhere near that, because then I'm going to sound like the three-year like, you know, surfer who's like, oh man, I'm finally not a beginner. Oh, I, I'm good now. I finally made it. I've been surfing for three years. I'm like.
1: <laughs> Read it and weep. <laughs>
0: I don't want to be that in business, you know, and all the, like, the proficient business people who are truly, like, know what's up and they're doing it proper, like, oh, my God, give me a break, Grom, you know, like. (laughs) Yeah,
1: so that's how you can, that's how you can wise up, you know, and just know, be real with where you're at in your journey. Right, right. You know, holy shit, it's a long road to hoe and, but it's the best, best road to hoe.
0: <laughs> yeah, so we got to give due credit where it's due. Like I got this kind of concept from just being like involved and, and interested in, in running good business and doing stuff and I guess, you know, the way Facebook and Google work, they know everything about you so they feed you the right ads, but sometimes, I don't know, sometimes it works out, I guess. And I found this book called The Messy Middle by I think his name is Scott Belsky, and it's just in it's written in the sense of business. You know, how it, it describes the middle, just like we did about surfing, where it's the moment after you are like so stoked about your idea, your business idea, like, yeah, oh my God, the world needs this, we're gonna do this, we're gonna be so successful. And then the entire time that you have to slog through in like investing your time and putting and, all the pieces together right and learning sometimes if you don't know the industry or, or maybe you do it doesn't matter if you know the industry or not it's it's usually just a really tough journey to actually make it uh, and, and to really do something well and so the whole book speaks to this middle part of your journey t- to 98% of your journey and uh, basically encourages you you know to like persevere and to and, and gives you kind of techniques for how to do, how to deal with it. But uh, we were just kind of sitting here talking about how it's so relevant to surfing, and so there you have it. Well, fuck! It's kind of like a challenge, you
1: know. It's a, it's just a little challenge. There's so many people surfers out there, who have. They're not wait. Let's clear that up. They're not actual surfers. They call themselves surfers. <laughs> you know that you talk to so many people. They're like, Oh yeah, I surfed when I was in my teens. I surfed when I was in college. I surfed. Whatever. <laughs> you know, whatever. Your what a weird excuses, way to say it anyway. <laughs> you're not a surfer, you know. <laughs> and it's just it is a, it's a challenge. It's it's harder to stick with it. It's harder for it not to be just a fad, a thing that you did in the summer and you got the bug for a summer. You know that that doesn't count.
0: Right. right. You know It's I mean? it's life. It's for life. You sign up, you don't leave.
1: It's such a good exercise, and it's such a good practice, and meditation. So just keep getting after it. You crack me one of those, brother. Hell yeah. So challenge is on,
0: kooks, peeps. That's right. Everybody tuning in. If you're not subscribed, you're kooking it better get on your favorite podcast directory, Jeez, subscribe, leave us a rating and review, because that helps, you know, how the internet works, helps us get out there, and attention begets attention, so if you let other people know, you, you rate, you review, it'll help us out, we appreciate it, if not, whatever, keep tuning in guys. We Thank talk you. this way anyway.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. Most nights. <laughs> hey, you. Ooh, sorry to cut you off there, brother. Mm-mm. We had such, that was a great one. Yeah. That might have been my favorite one we ever recorded. Cheers to that, brother. Such a good pace about it. to fire it up. The pace is so important to me. I think that's the, what I struggle with the most.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: i feel anxious sometimes to say what i, f- I want to say right out of fear that i'm going to forget it. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's why i speak that it's not because i'm actually anxious or i want to talk fast it's because i think i'm going to forget it yeah so i'm like oh shit i got to say it now 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 now
1: and like you can't just like stop listening right and write it down right <laughs> and then you're like Oh wait, what were we fucking talking about? (laughs) I had a really important fucking point.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it would help if we didn't get so (laughs) stoned (laughs) by. Tech team!
1: God damn it!
0: Where's my fucking cue cards?
1: (laughs) In the bush over there.